We are in Simon Reish Tamach Gimel, almost at the end of Halacha Yud Aleph, section 263, almost at the end of the 11th Halacha. We learned yesterday that a woman who goes to the mikvah, and as I explained before, she goes to the mikvah in days when, when there were not baths at home, she would have to take a bath in uh, the bathhouse if it was located next to the mikvah. And uh, since she cannot light Shabbos candles first, because then she would be forbidden to take that bath, so we discussed her options, what to do. But we said she can't light Shabbos candles before she leaves and not say a bracha. And then when she comes home, she'll spread out her hands in the lights and say the bracha before benefiting from the light. She's not allowed to do that. Also, let's say she plans to come back from the mikvah or we give another uh, example. She was going to a wedding. So she, she, she's planning to come back during uh, twilight when it's already Shabbos. And she'll say, okay, I'll have a, I'll instruct the non-Jew to light the, 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 uh, to light the candles when I come back. And then, I'll, uh, after the non-Jew lights them, I'll spread out my hands without benefiting from the light until she says the bracha. She's not allowed to do this. Because how can she say a bracha, saying the words who commanded us to light when the lights are already kindled or they're being lit by a non-Jew? Continues the Alter Rebbe, nevertheless, So this all was in the first case. You can't do this. But if, let's say, after the fact, if a woman forgot um, and did not kindle the Shabbos lights before Ben Hashemashas and remembers at that time so then license can be granted her to instruct the Nanju to kindle the lights and then to recite the blessing before she benefits from the light. And we should point out that what we're going to learn here applies not only in the cases that we learn that a woman who has to go to the mikvah or must attend the wedding, but this applies to all women. So then she can uh, tell a Nanju to light the candles and say the bracha before she benefits from their light. Okay, now... And Skunches Achanal, the Rebbe clarifies that his ruling here is based on Magen Avram, even though the wording of Magen Avram is if she forgot to bless, which could be understood as speaking about a case where she remembered to light but forgot to say the bracha. Nonetheless, the Rebbe explains that the meaning is, not, is that uh, not only did she forget to bless, but she forgot to light as well. And this is consistent with the Yiddish vernacular, which is bench licht. Okay. Um, in his Kunz, Al-Tarebbe brings the Magad Avram, which after the fact permits a blessing to be said on a Shabbos light kindled by a non-Jew. Al-Tarebbe discusses why a blessing may be recited, and he gives two explanations. One, when the bracha for a mitzvah is not said before the mitzvah is fulfilled, it can be said after it's fulfilled, and there's no explicit limit as to when that blessing may be recited. Okay, and number two, since the primary dimension of the mitzvah is, as we learned, in the halach, to derive benefit from the, from the Shabbos lights, when the person recites the blessing before deriving benefit from them, it's considered as if he or she recited the blessing before performing the mitzvah. Okay. And now to conclude the halacha, the Al-Tarebbe explains why it's okay to do this. The chayven, and this is all in parentheses, chayven she'ikid mitzvah hadlokas near Shabbos, eino hadloka bilvad elo, hano, ratashem shleida, he'ikid a mitzvah, elo shadloka hi ascholo v'achonu le mitzvah zayi. So 
This is acceptable, acceptable because, in essence, the mitzvah of kindling the Shabbos lights is not the kindling itself. Instead, deriving satisfaction and making use of its light is the primary aspect of the mitzvah. Nevertheless, the kindling is the first step and the preparation for fill, fulfilling this mitzvah. Therefore, the blessing is recited over it. In the situation described here, where a woman forgot and did not recite the blessing at the beginning of the mitzvah, she may recite the blessing before uh, fulfilling the primary dimension of the mitzvah, which is, in other words, before benefiting from the light. On this basis, um, the Kitzur Halachis, Mishulchan Arach Admira Zakin, says like this, that if, for whatever reason, a woman did not recite a blessing when she kindled the Shabbos lights, she may recite a blessing as long as the lights are burning and she derives benefit from them. Okay. Concluding the Allah, nevertheless, she should instruct the non-Jew to kindle only one light on the dining room table, for this is the primary dimension of the mitzvah. In other words, he shouldn't light uh, the lights in the other rooms or other additional lights on the table, even if the woman is accustomed to kindling more than one light. He should just light one, one light. She may, however, be permitted to have one light kindled for her so that she can recite a blessing, even though a light is already burning in the room. And thus, kindling light for her is not an absolute necessity to enable her and her family to enjoy their Shabbos meal. The reason is that since women are very careful concerning this blessing, it's considered as a tzorich godel, a matter of great need for which license was granted during the Anashmashas to perform a shavuos, an activity otherwise rabbinically forbidden, as explained in section 261, subsection 2. This concludes Alacha Yud Aleph and today's share.